0: You're listening to the Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Welcome back to the Couplehood Podcast. And we are continuing today with our sandbox spotlight. Today, the spotlight is on Leah and Doug, who have been together for 20 years and have a nine-year-old son. They've been Sandbox members for about a year. And remember, if you want to learn more about Sandbox, you can head over to alisonvilla.com. You're going to hear us talking a lot about the relationship seasons and you can take the free relationship season quiz at alisonvilla.com as well. Now what I love about this conversation with Leah and Doug is that if you're a couple who's already in a really solid place, and this is where Leah and Doug were when they started Sandbox, right? They had already built a very intentional life and had done a lot of their own personal growth work separately. And you're going to hear what happened for them once they started doing that growing work together as a couple. Because as I like to say, your couple is your superpower. So you're going to love hearing their journey. And if you're a couple who is in a really great place, this is for you because you're going to realize that, wow, we can go from being great to being even more connected and deeply aligned. And there's always room for more of that. It's really exciting. All right, here we go, you guys. (laughs) Leah and Doug, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Great to be here. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. And even, you know, before hitting record, I wanted to ask you some questions because I'm eager to know what's going on in your world right now because there's a lot of fun things happening, which I'm excited to learn, you know, about where you're at right now. So let's start first with what relationship season are you in right now? Okay,
1: so we are, this was, first of all, this is so much fun. Thank you for having us. And it's a great opportunity to prompt us to be really intentional about where we are and where we're going, right? Mm. So we absolutely love being in your membership and we love it for that purpose. And just knowing that we were having this conversation really sent us into just a several hour hanging out together conversation yesterday while we were sitting at Whole Foods. So that was amazing. (laughs) And thank you for that. We are currently in the somewhere in between connected and confident. We feel, I think, that we would say normally confident, but then maybe Doug can tell a little bit about why we're kind of like on that in-between.
2: Well, I don't want to jump too far ahead into the next question, but uh, we're both trained anthropologist, and we're not good at just categories and uh, recognize, well, it's more yes in this case and more no in this case and more yes in this case. And well, if you look at this, it applies to, to...
0: back up. This is taking the quiz.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the category that we fall in. <laughs>
0: Right. Yes. It's because it's not always black and white when you're answering these
1: questions, right? Yes. Yeah, but I mean, could you like articulate why we think we're in between them?
2: What's well, going on in our world?
0: Yeah. yeah paint the picture well, for us. What's happening in your world at this moment?
2: Yeah. To back up a little bit, uh, we're living in our Airbnb right now and we've sold a house and we've got our dream house that's being built and finished and we're going to be moving into and it, it's because of... The discussions that we've had on this, and and gotten on the same page that we were already on, but intentionally we talked about and made sure we are on those pages and moving in that direction. So that's kind of kind of where we are.
1: yeah, and I would say normally we had been in confident, and because of this last week was a to sum up our week in what we ate. We had three days of eating nothing but macadamia nuts. <laughs> It was, it is hard to stay in a confident season yeah. when you don't have time to eat, right? Yes. And, and that is so unusual for us. We're not usually there, but we know that it's a season, but we were still very connected. We were mm-hmm. still very much saying, I need this from you at this time. We were very open in our communication. So we were definitely confident. And I think as this week is going on, we're kind of moving into connected as we move a little farther out from the actual having to move and sell a house and get out of it in a few days.
2: And, and recognizing the whole cyclical pattern that you and, the, and this and that we are in this, but we are facing the external pressures and stressors and eating our cashews and almonds and things of that sort that we, and dealing with the pressures of moving and selling a house.
0: And so bringing it back because confidence season is when you already have your clear family and relationship vision. You're already living that and you're really working towards your intimacy on a deeper level. So what's really cool is you guys know you have been in that confidence season for quite some time. And as you're Family and relationship vision is coming to be even more clear as you bring your family into this next level of your vision. Of course, that whenever we go into a move or any big change in our life, that puts stress on the relationship and means that we have less time less resources, less energy for each other. So instead of, you know, if you had been in the coasting season and then we're going into a move, that would slide you into the coping season. So it's really interesting that, yeah, you can be in the confident season and then you're sliding into connected because there's external factors that require Mm -hmm. your time and energy right now. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing when we were thinking about it and sort of took the
1: quiz again, the one thing that really came up for us that has been missing... Is intimacy mm. you know that we've just really not bit had had not been able to have we had family helping in town helping us move, we had the moving itself we had the external pressures, yes. and so that that was the piece that we were like that's not that was not really there for the
2: mm-hmm. past couple of weeks,
0: yeah, what's that like to name that and to name oh. your season to understand that where where you are?
2: There, there is a, a level of, I don't know, goodness. I'm not <laughs> looking for a better word than that, but goodness to just be able to talk about it and be aware of it and that we're on the same page in talking and being aware of it. And mm-hmm. it's not a something lurking in the background that's <laughs> hidden and we don't talk about.
0: Oh, I uh, love that. So you're able to name it, which means it's not something that's going under the rug or being unspoken. Exactly.
1: Not and. Sometimes you don't have, you know, in that moment, we don't have time to sort of deal with that. We don't in this moment really have time to focus on intimacy and we want each other to know that it is important to us.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's
1: not the fact that we're not taking time for it doesn't mean it's not important that we won't come back to it.
0: I love that you're naming this because with intimacy, especially so, you know, in sandbox, we talk about all the different types of intimacy, right? Uh, Emotional, spiritual, intellectual, physical, and there are times when our intimacy is going to look different, and that's okay. Or sometimes it's not even, we don't have the time or space for it, right? Like what you're describing. But the fact that you just name it, even naming about the things you're not doing or the things that aren't happening is keeping the presence of those aspects of your relationship still alive. That's.
1: I love that. That's a great way to think about it. And that is kind of how I thought we both of us felt when we actually sat down to have a conversation about this, knowing that we were going to be recording with you. Mm -hmm. I think we both felt that connection and intimacy almost click again, just in having the conversation.
2: Right. Definitely. And and I also think not talking about it, not being able to name it there, it's easy to have resentment come up. And that's not an issue or concern that I have Mm -hmm. because it is discussed and it is do talk about these things and remind ourselves we're on the same uh, vision that we set forth at the very beginning.
0: That sounds so comforting the way you just said that. Great. It's that you're working towards the same shared vision.
1: We literally said yesterday, I can't remember what the prompt for it was, but it's so valuable to know that we're on the same team and just to remember that we're on the same team, same goal same vision. And we, for us right now, this is especially acute because we are literally
0: stepping into that vision. And that's so exciting. It's so exciting. For me, I think it's it's important for, for people who are listening to, to understand like these are ongoing conversations, right? That you continue to have. It's not just a one-time conversation and then it's done. I always like to say it's Mm -hmm. not one and done. It's you have the conversation and then you keep picking it up again and again. And that's how the clarity comes. And that's how the vision and feeling like you're on the same page, feeling in alignment. That's how it happens. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen by accident. So this vision that you guys are working towards, that you're about to move into your dream home, this did not happen by accident. This is you being intentional. Absolutely.
1: And Allison, you've been there. Like you've seen this, right? Like Mm -hmm. you... I mean, we have like crystal clarity mm-hmm. of exactly where we were on a call for couple sandbox mm-hmm. where we're standing in the sand.
0: Yeah, I remember it. And
1: writing our core values <laughs> yeah. in the sand at the beach, knowing that that was really a moment of sort of crystallizing that we were going to finally take the actions to really move us in the direction. Like we knew what the actions were that were leading us to that Mm -hmm. and that we hadn't yet taken them and we thought we did, but we hadn't. Mm -hmm. And it really crystallized it. So this right here, this is, you've seen it sort of from inception to this moment where we're in a U-Haul. I mean, we're in an Airbnb with above our U-Haul. Our U-Haul is actually below us. We're in a carriage house right oh now. Over RV parking, literally in, in process of mm-hmm. this dream and this vision and living our core values.
0: That's so amazing. Doug, maybe you can help, help us understand where you were living before and what you're moving towards. Because I think what Leah said about the beach is very symbolic. So fill us in on why that's so symbolic. So we understand where you're moving from and and what you're moving towards and why.
2: Uh, Moving from, you know, it's a beautiful house and had a nice access to nature, but it was landlocked. And really what we always dreamed of in our vision was to live on the beach Mm-hmm. And uh that's exactly where we're moving to. We have a house being built on the beach right now. And we talked about many things. And one of them was the amount of time we spend in a car in traffic taking our son to school every day. And it's a 10 minute. The school he's going to be going to is this amazing, excellent school. And it's a 10 minute walk from our house. And then it's uh eight minute, eight minute walk. I've from timed my house. it. And then <laughs> it's two minutes or less to the beach from there, uh, wow. if I don't stop by the yoga studio or the health food store on the way.
0: What is that like to say that out loud? You're moving to the beach.
2: That's an uh, amazing number of emotions that just create this flurry of, uh, feeling of excitement and, uh, unknown. And, you know, I don't, I think excitement just overpowers it all. Mm. want to hurry up and get there.
0: I know you're really in process right now. That discomfort of transition, you're literally in it in this moment.
2: Yes. Right. I
0: feel that excitement still. And what is the feeling you have towards each other that you're sharing this vision and this excitement of leading towards living that, that really intentional vision? How do you feel
2: towards each other? One thing that we haven't talked about explicitly, but definitely we've talked about all the components, but it's, moving to an environment and a place where we can both flourish as individuals and as a couple. There, there's so many things I'm excited about, walking to the school, walking to the beach, the health mm-hmm. food store or whatever, but it's seeing the two of us grow into what we b- will become.
1: Yeah, we wanted to make sure that we created space where we both get to do what we love.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And every morning, Doug can go to a yoga class You know, Mm -hmm. and, and it's right there and he's not spending time in a car. And like for us to come back to the question that you even asked him, too, is when we think about when I think about the metaphor of this move, it is. Also, there's also some healing that is going on right now for Doug, not to necessarily get into lots of details, not because we don't want to, just because it would be a longer story, mm-hmm. but there's some brain, literal brain healing that is going on right now for Doug. So for me, I see moving from something that is stagnant, that mm-hmm. is the shoulds, the at what you might expect from yourself based on what others expect of you, to doing what we're doing for ourselves and for our healing on a literal Mm. physical level, but also right on a much bigger soul, soulful level as well.
0: Mm. I love what you just said there, right? Because you're, you named two things. Like number one is that each of you thriving as individuals is what, makes this so special and what makes it work, right? And I can hear you talking about, like, you're excited to see Doug get to take that time for himself and not get in the car to have to go go to that yoga class, like the ease. and And that is what love looks like in action is saying, like, I, that makes me so excited that you're going to be able to feel really great and that you're going to do those things that light you up. So that's the supporting each other in your self-care. That's what you're moving, moving towards. Absolutely. there's always a
1: dynamic. And I, Doug is very much a nurturer and a caretaker. And he, if anyone knows any Graham, like he's like a classic helper. Like he helps, he takes care of people and he is less likely to take care of himself. Mm. So for me, this dynamic is, this move is him. Also, I see it as an opportunity to create a space for him to be able to really put his self to prioritize his self-care because it's easy to do. It's it. We're creating a space where it can be baked in to how we live our daily lives. It doesn't have to, he doesn't have to go out of his way. He doesn't have to feel like he's not doing something for someone else. He gets to feel like he gets to do this for him and it not feel selfish, but feel nurturing and nourishing.
0: Oh, Doug, I I totally want to hear I want to hear from you about this. Does it feel like there's some more ease or there's permission now in some way to take Uh, up more space?
2: Oh, yeah, probably so. I hadn't really thought about it in that way, but it's totally as Leah described. It's at least how I envision it with all this unknown potential that's going to be there, but just the self-care being baked into daily life. I mean, that was sort of the vision. That was one of the core pieces that we uh, talked about was, you know, rather than having to whittle out the section of time to just take care of yourself and why not have that part of daily life? And how would that look? How would we make that happen? And that's actually what's going on here.
1: It's so exciting. (laughs) I mean, we added up just as an example, it right now, mostly Doug, Spends about a total of driving our son to and from school about seven hours a week in the car, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And we will be able to walk in six to eight minutes and to move. Like I, one of the things that I love to see him do because I see a difference in how he just is in his body is to be able to move more. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to not it's hard not to move when you've got a beach to draw you to walking on it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And and it's totally, it's not, I, I, it's something I love doing. It's just hard to find the time to do, but if that's
0: right outside your door
1: (laughs) and it's not, and to clarify in my, in the way I would talk about it, it's not that it's hard to find the time. No, Mm -hmm. it's that as a nurturer, he feels that he shouldn't make that time for but, himself.
2: Well put, yes. Right, mm-hmm. and
1: I think that it is coming back to that question. I do think it's permission because it's right there because we've got this time. This he feels as if that isn't time spent in the car.
2: Yeah, that like that time,
1: time can it gets to get translated into his time. Yes. I have, we hope we anticipate that's our dream.
0: Yes. I love that you're holding that vision and you're taking steps towards it. And I'm wondering, you know, how long have you been Sandbox members? About a year, I feel like. I think it's about a year. About a year. Yeah, right out a year. So tell us what what is the biggest thing that you've taken away from being part of this community? Is it, is it that you have clarity on your vision? Is it a daily practice that you have? Is it that you notice you're more connected and that affects your son? What, what, what are the highlights for you?
1: I was about to say all of the above. (laughs) Yes. I would honestly sum it up in, I always felt like I was really living an intentional life and until you, so you and I had an interview for my podcast.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We knew one another and we were connected before then. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's a soul sister. She's amazing. But when we had that interview, I was like, I have not taken that same intentionality into how we talk about our couple, (sighs) you know, that our couple as an entity.
2: I think that's true. We both had talked about individual work, And we both did things to grow as individuals and we respected each other's individuals and we nurtured each other's growth, but we hadn't focused on the couple. Yeah. Realized that was a missing link.
1: So the intentionality of that and an enormous piece of that, truly, I credit, I think we both do. I don't think this is just me. We've had this conversation, couple sandbox with Allowing us to really hone in on our vision and that vision without honing in on the vision, without naming it, we would, we could not have taken steps to get us toward living in a beach house and our dream life. You know, we really, that's to me, that's pretty huge. <laughs> you know, what I mean, that's, that's pretty huge. Like we'd always wanted to do it. We'd always talked about it very different thing. When you literally see the lines in the sand that are saying your what your core values are. For example, one of them is freedom. Mm-hmm. And just this sense for both of us of the water, the wind, the ocean, the ability to walk, the spaciousness that comes with that, that we get to actually live those core values. Yeah. I would say that's huge. And that's kind of the big, in the small, what do you think of like in the small, like on the day-to-day? I feel like there's an impact there too.
2: On the day-to-day, I mean, let's it, go back to on the bi-weekly before we get to the day-to-day. But just uh, not to talk all about me, but just uh, since we did earlier. You're allowed finance. to take
0: up space, Doug. It's yeah. okay.
2: <laughs> the uh, willing out time, I, I it's a... Uh, Problem, not, not necessarily, I won't say a problem. I'm trying to find a better neutral word. Something I have to do is find time to devote to myself or to prioritize myself or whatever. But, you know, twice a week we would know that we had a, a phone call, this couple sandbox, and we're going to be able to spend some time and talk about us as individuals, us as a couple. Uh, so let's think about it and prepare for it. Now, that would give a little time that would I would need to whittle onto the schedule there to where we would do that.
1: The word, this word, whittle. And yeah. now I am like, could we be any more I, stereotypes I, of living in the South I, in the US? You know, I we're not sitting around with sticks. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I,
2: promise. I, I don't know that I've ever used that word before, yeah. and now I've yeah. managed to use it. I don't know how many times. Yes. Then on a daily basis, one thing that we've taken from it, and I think we both have, and I know I am working on it individually as a couple, is. Saying the things that I need in the moment. Um, Explicitly mm. saying them rather than assuming that it's understood. Oh, so um, simple and so impactful. Yeah.
1: So impactful. And we had been, we will, this August, we will have been married for 20 years. Wow. Which is crazy. And truly... Until we started couple sandbox and we're pretty, we're, we've always had very good communication. We've been very close, but I don't think we had really specifically articulated. So just as an example in where I can't remember how it was, we're in the car and I looked over and I said, I was saying something about the house and I said, I need to see you're excited about this. If you're excited, I need to, I need to see this right now. Like I need this and. He was like, oh, he didn't know. He didn't know that that was what I needed to keep like my motivation going. He now can say to me like, I need you to sit down with me and let's go over these things right now. Or I need you to sit, I need you to tell me something about how we're, what we're going to be doing today so that I have a sense of what the plan is. You know, we've really, I think it's really allowed us not only is it better communication so we don't have to try to predict or make Mm -hmm. mind games about what it is the other person's thinking or feeling. But it has also allowed us to be more ourselves because we get to see what's really important to one another.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that you've it's given you permission to also to go inwards and ask, what do I need right now? Now you have that clarity. And then you're also allowed to ask for what you need with that clarity, now that you have it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Truly, it has been life-changing. From the biggest to really the smallest, like the most in, like tiny little pieces of how we speak to one another.
0: Oh, I love this so much. And thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story right when you're literally in the middle of moving to. I so appreciate you guys taking this time. This
1: is like, we seriously credit you with this. (laughs) Not only were you an inspiration, your own story was an inspiration, Mm. but helping us to really get clarity on what this vision was so we could take the action, you know, the aligned actions to move us in this direction. So thank you. We love, love taking the time to talk to you. you very much.
0: Such a privilege. Everything. You're welcome. Such a privilege to witness your journey. Thank you. Before we wind down, can I ask you what is one thing that you are grateful for about each other?
2: Only one thing?
0: Only one. Okay, you can do
1: two. Uh, you're so sweet. <laughs> oh my goodness. I am so grateful. This is a two part. It's not really two separate things. That I am very fluid And I like to be flowy and I'm so grateful that Doug understands this about me and really appreciates that that is me being like that also gives him some permission to do that even when it feels unnatural to him. And I really appreciate that he is, again, this is all because we're thinking about these things right now, that he is very, that he loves structure Mm. and that he has helped me to balance out that flow and fluidity with that structure and yet not ever make me feel like something is wrong with me that he and I are different in that way.
0: Thank
2: you. I would say, uh, try to tie it into what we've talked about and, and, and will it down to two things also. There, <laughs> there's just infectious passion that Leah has, whatever it is she's doing and interested in and It just, it rubs off on you and uh, it makes Mm. you excited for a word that's come up quite a bit. But at the same time, with all this passion and spontaneity and excitement, she reminds me to breathe, to just stop and breathe and and focus on the larger vision also. Because I I can get so wrapped up in my to-do list and my spreadsheets and uh, everything, but she sometimes can get me to just take a look internally or externally or whatever and uh, remind me of that vision that we share together Mm -hmm. and the passion and excitement behind it.
0: Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm so grateful. Allison, thank you. Thanks for taking the time with us today. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Take care, guys.
2: Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the couplehood podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys, until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.